Hi, my name is Mark Vina of More Insights and Strategy, and welcome to my Tech Check podcast, where we cover tech topics that focus on the smart home, home automation, home security, and even the console gaming space. In other words, all the cool and fun stuff. Today is Wednesday, June 24, 2020. The subject of today's podcast is a bit of a departure. I like to occasionally venture out and probe on other topics related to the tech categories that I cover, and I've got a great subject to spend some time on today. It's a topic that's important to all of us, and that's sustainability in the tech world. I wanna drill down on what that exactly means for companies and the implications it has for consumers. So with that as a backdrop and to do a deep dive, I'm excited to have as my guest, Ellen Jakowski, who is the Global Head of Sustainability in the Strategy Operations Group at HP. Ellen, welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. Thank you so much, Mark. I am so glad that you're here. Um, Me too. Uh, uh, by the way, where are you calling in from? Let me just say. San Francisco. I so I see the Golden Gate Bridge in your background. I'm, I'm just like down that? the road. <laughs> you like that. I'm getting very creative with the virtual <laughs> backgrounds uh, with, with uh, Zoom. Uh, before we go into to, uh, today's podcast, what I'd like to do is really focus a bit on your background. You know, it's always intriguing to me when I talk to a subject matter expert uh, on a particular topic, you know, how they got from A to B. So let's spend a couple of minutes talking about your background. And we had dinner, but I don't know, eight months ago, seven months uh, ago yeah. at the beginning of the year. And uh, I know you've got some exciting announcements that you'll be making. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about your background and what you've been doing at HP and how you kind of got to this whole sust sustainability uh, area. Sure. So again, thanks for having me. Really excited to be talking about all of the progress that we're making around sustainability at HP. Um, in terms of my background, uh, you know, I, I kind of came into this space, um, uh, you know, a little serendipitously. I began my career working at Ben & Jerry's in high school, uh, a very purpose-led driven company. Uh, and that was something that was always really important to me. And throughout my time in college, post-college, right out of school, um, every company that I've worked for really had a strong kind of purpose at its core and really led with that. Um, my, my first job out of school was really um, as a management consultant, and it was for a company that uh, was really thinking about doing things in a very different way and, and having kind of purpose be at the center of the way that we consulted. HP happened to be one of my clients and um, things happened and I was offered a, a strategy position working for the company to drive their sustainable impact strategy. And, and that's how I've landed here. I've been at HP for a bit over 10 years um, and I'm just thrilled to be part of this company that has purpose at its core. Well, you know, it's amazing. And, you know, we talked about this at dinner is that, you know, a lot of companies are doing some great work in the sustainability area. And I, I really want to dive right into that because I think it's such an important topic to talk about. And it's fantastic that the company like HP has, you know, such enthusiastic and motivated people like, um, like yourself. But what's interesting to me about sustainability is that there, you know, I kind of look at the sustainability from an analyst perspective. And, you know, there are companies that pay lip service to it. You know, they do what they have to do almost a minimal amount of work. Uh, there are companies that are actually, you know, fairly dedicated to it and they want to do, you know, big things in it. They may not have the resources for whatever reason, you know, they, they, they can't afford to do it on the scope of some other companies. But HP, it's always interesting to me that HP has really kind of dived into it, you know, in a very full-throated manner. Um, and obviously, you're going to talk a bit about your, um, your goals for the sustainability. But let's talk about first before we get into that. Let's talk about the culture at HP and how that kind of maps to sustainability. Because, you know, from my perspective, 
really hard to do sustainability and execute it unless the corporate culture is really ingrained with that on its mind and every executive who leads the different various business teams at HP. So let's talk a bit about that and how that kind of maps into the activities and plans and goals that you have for 2020 and 21. Sure. Well, long before I joined the company, um, HP clearly was leading the way um, in terms of corporate values and something that's called the HP way, right? Uh, this was something our founders, uh, Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard, were very focused on what is the corporate responsibility um, and in fact, they put on our list of corporate objectives back in the 50s when they came up with their first list of what are HP's corporate objectives, um, global citizenship was on that list. Now, the, the language has changed. We now call that sustainability or HP sustainable mm -hmm. impact. But that, that speaks to what they felt in terms of corporate responsibility, their role as corporate leaders as they shape this company. And that has only grown over time with HP. Our current leadership team, uh, led by our CEO, Enrique Lores, is um, more clear than ever about how important sustainable impact is to our company, um, to our values internally, and to the role we need to play as a leader standing up for those values. That's really, really amazing. And, uh, and that's not just words. It's not just lip service. I mean, there's really activities and actions and goals behind all of that. Um, but with that as kind of uh, the, the fundamental infrastructure of the culture at HP, let's talk about some of the activities that you folks are engaged in and what you're doing in the various categories. And well, first of all, for the, for the, for the novice out there who's listening in and uh, watching and listening in on the podcast, how, do, how does HP define sustainability? Let's, let's start with that because sustainability is a big word and it has many, yeah. many meanings to different people. Sure. Well, we call it sustainable impact. And the reason we choose those words is it's not just about making HP more sustainable as a company, but the impact that we can create and create in concert with our customers and the communities that we serve. And there are three pillars that sit underneath the sustainable impact strategy, planet, people, and community. And planet is really about driving a circular and low carbon economy uh, and delivering the most sustainable product portfolio possible. The people pillar is about, um, respect for human rights and enabling everyone within our value chain to thrive as well as embedding diversity and inclusion into everything that we do. And that clearly is more important than ever uh, before right now in this moment. Uh, and then our third pillar community is around unlocking education and economic opportunities for the communities that we serve. So um, very interconnected when you think about, and we're seeing this, you know, right now with COVID, for example, you know, how are planet people and communities connected? When humans stay home and have to shelter in place, we're seeing impacts on the planet like we haven't in a very long time. Um, so as, as we think about that strategy, we pay particular attention to the interconnectivity between each of those things, planet, people, and community. And, and, and I want to go back to that in, in a couple of minutes because the COVID-19 and the pandemic uh, topic obviously ties very strongly to the work that you folks are doing. Um, but before we get into that, because I do, want to I do want to cover that, let's talk about some examples in those three pillars that you just talked about because the three, those are very big pillars. Those are not yeah. tiny pillars. They're very big pillars. Let's talk about, give me a couple of examples on how that translates to each pillar that you just talked about. Sure. Well, so the planet pillar, some of the activities that um, we're doing in that space. We recently announced that HP has the most sustainable PC portfolio in the world. Um, and that's a combination of a lot of different efforts across many different topics. It includes things like moving away from virgin material to recycled material, 
We have an industry leading goal to use 30% recycled content plastic in our products by 2025. And that covers both our personal systems, so all of our PCs and gaming products, as well as our print products. Um, so that's an example of some of the things we're doing in Planet. In addition, we're announcing with our sustainable impact report, a brand new goal to eliminate 75% of single-use plastic and packaging by 2025. And single-use plastic continues to be um, a big problem uh, that we're all facing. Uh, it contri contributes significantly to our ocean plastic pollution problem. And to that point, we're also announcing uh, with the launch of this report that we have now used over 60 million bottles of ocean-bound plastic in our supply chain. Um, so that shows up in products like our ink cartridges, um, some of our notebooks, like the, the laptop that I'm using right now for this webcast, the HP Dragonfly, um, and a variety of other products where we're using that ocean-bound plastic. So that's the, the planet pillar and some things that um, we're doing there and focused on. For the people pillar, um, in terms of respect for human rights, we're also launching with the report, our first time ever, uh, a human rights progress report. And this continues our commitment to be accountable and transparent um, in this space. Uh, we've um, helped lead the way in human rights in our industry um, and protecting our supply chain. Uh, we were the first to initiate a supplier code of conduct and being um, the first inaugural human rights progress report for us uh, to launch is, is a really important moment for us and we take it very seriously and, and with being accountable and transparent about our actions and where we are, uh, we think that continues to drive uh, greater change across our industry. And then in terms of diversity and inclusion, uh, with our report, we're also publishing our updated uh, numbers on where we're at with some of um, our goals there. This continues to be more important than ever. And you'll see numbers in there like 63% of um, all of our hires are from underrepresented groups. And that's up from 57% uh, in the previous year. You'll see numbers like 40% of um, all of our hires are women. Um, and that's up from 32% uh, from previous years. So strong progress in that space, but clearly uh, more than ever work to be done. And in the community pillar, um, we have a big goal around uh, enabling over 100 million people uh, to provide access to quality education. And our number that we're reporting is uh, we are well on our way to that goal by 2025. We're reporting 28 million students, teachers, um, other learners already impacted by that goal. So uh, lots to do across planet, people, and community, and lots of incredible progress to report. You know, it's amazing, Ellen, and I'm going to just, uh, I want to seize on the, the, the product uh, composition piece because, you know, long ago, well, it wasn't that long ago, when I was in, on the product side and worked at Compaq and Dell and, you know, and we're going back now, you know, you know 15, 20 years, uh, the, the, uh, from a marketing and business standpoint, um, the marketing people and product people always got a bit nervous when the um, material people, the operations people came along and said, remember, you know, old Rojas, that was the one of the initial um, sure. initiatives to try to, to dial down the amount of um, bad material um, in a PC. That was always viewed in kind of a cautious way by a product or marketing person because they, there was the perception that it would be a cost adder. You know, you're making the bomb more expensive. But what amazes me about what HP has done, and you're not the only company that I think falls into this category, but you're certainly leading the charge on it, is that you're doing it in a very cost-friendly way if I'm a product or a business marketeer. So it, you know, I'm the, it sounds like 
the way you're you're perceiving uh, you're pursuing this at a product level is to make sure this is done in a way that doesn't make your products uh, less competitive from a pricing standpoint. That's got to be a key requirement, correct? It is. Um, it's certainly a, a requirement as we think about how to build our products. But I should also mention, we are seeing customer demand change. And that mm -hmm. opens up doors as well. Uh, so, for example, one of the numbers that's in um, a report as well is uh, in terms of new sales, we can attribute over $1.6 billion to our actions in sustainable impact that have helped close mm -hmm. those deals. Mm -hmm. So our customers perceptions and needs are changing about sustainability. They're demanding more from us. They're looking for us to highlight, you know, the changes that we're making. How are we moving um, from virgin to recycled content? How are we making our products more energy efficient? How are we changing our packaging to be more environmental and sustainable and recyclable and less? Um, and that's all part of, you know, the efforts that we're doing to deliver on the changing customer demand, but also to address these larger systemic issues that our society is facing, climate change, um, increasing social inequalities. Uh, so there are a lot of reasons to, um, to facilitate these, these changes and decisions, cost-wise, customer demand-wise. Um, we're seeing it um, from all angles. And, 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 you, and you're making a very important point because, again, you know, going, flipping back 15, 20 years ago, customers were not really asking for, you know, recycled products. I mean, but that has happened, I think, dramatically in the last several years. And, you know, customers are demanding it. I'm sure that when HP and the enterprise side are getting RFQs from big corporations for HP products, uh, one of those requirements that the product has to be an environmentally friendly type of product. Uh, but the, the, the thing that's fascinating to me, and you actually, you know, you, you kind of stole my thunder a bit, you, you know, you threw out that $1.6 billion number. You know, those are big, big numbers. I mean, those are not modest numbers on any corporate, corporate P&L. So let's talk a little bit about that because I want to talk, you know, kind of dive into your, uh, your goals that you presented during the call we had um, about a week ago in terms of, and I really think they're, I don't want to say they're over the top, and I mean in a good way, but they're very, very aggressive. You know, I mean, they're, they're, these are not, you know, let's say the single into the left field. I mean, these are, you know, doubles, triples, home runs, a grand slam type of goal. So let's, let's drill down into it, and let's wrap some numbers around this, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, well, again, you know, that $1.6 billion, uh, that represents a big increase. Uh, the year prior, in FY18, it was $900 million. So mm -hmm. that's almost a 70% increase that we're seeing. Now, of course... A lot of that depends on, you know, the information we have available to track. We estimate that that number is probably a lot bigger, but from our tracking systems, and you mentioned it, it's from our enterprise RFPs, that's how we're able to account for it. Sure. We, we don't have systems in place to measure the changes we're seeing, you know, with consumers at this point. But from this one slice that we have, that's up 70%. And we know that trend is only going to continue to increase. And we see that uh, the questions that we're being asked across our entire product portfolio, also in 3D, right, as, you know, HP sells... Um, printers and PCs and gaming equipment, but we also uh, have moved into the 3D printing space and the questions are coming there as well. Um, and we're able to differentiate by offering recyclable materials. All of the materials that run through our 3D printers are recyclable. We're thinking about this holistically and customers are asking about this across every segment of our business. Now, now let's drill down into a topic that all consumers I can, uh, can appreciate and that's this topic of packaging. You know, mm -hmm. when you, you bring that HP Spectra computer home, you have HP laser, uh, laser jet printer at home. Um, and, the, you know, HP has really done a really good job of innovating, not just at the product level, but innovating at the packaging level. So let's talk a little bit high level about maybe a couple of things that consumers can ex expect to see, you know, when these um, 
uh, sustainable impact activities are applied against the, the, the packaging paradigm, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, you know, we've set this big new goal to eliminate 75% of single-use plastic in our packaging by 2025. And how are we going to do that, right? That's, that is a big deal. That's tough to do, especially when the customer expects, you know, their brand new printer or PC to come in perfect shape. No scuffs, no scrapes, no little, you know, imperfections. It needs to look beautiful and the packaging needs to do its job. Mm-hmm. Um, so ways that, that we're thinking about and have already shown to make progress in this space. One, uh, we launched a, project, a, a product called the HP Tango Terra. We called it um, the world's most sustainable home printing system. And we could go into detail in another discussion about all the aspects of that Tango Terra printing I, system. I, 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 ju- I just wrote about it, and it's a beautiful printer. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I can see that. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a gorgeous printer. But it's our first product with zero plastic packaging. How do we do that? Um, yes. One of the ways that we're able to eliminate the plastic Uh, For example, it comes um, with a little plastic bag when you open the printer with a little piece of paper in. You take the paper out of the plastic bag and it has instructions on how to set up your printer. Well, do we really need that plastic bag? Do we need that piece of paper? We realized with the Tango Terra, we don't. We've, We've been doing it this way for so long, we think we need it, but we don't really. We can just print those instructions of how to set up your printer on the inside of the box. You lift open the box and there you see the instructions. And you, eliminate, and, you, and, you, and you eliminate some materials in the process. Exactly, and right. cost, right? So back yes. to your question about the economics and the materials, we're doing both at the same time. Um, so everybody wins, the customer wins, they are more delighted, there's less waste, the environment wins, um, and uh, from a cost point of view, it's also advantageous. So that's an example of one of the ways, just eliminating it where we, where we figured out that's possible. Another way is to use alternate materials. Um, so for example, in 2019, we shipped more than 6.8 million personal systems products in molded fiber. We used to, like when you would get your PC, it used to be in plastic foam cushions, And we realized, you know what, we don't need plastic foam cushions, even though they're recyclable or made of recycled content, we can take out that plastic and substitute it with molded pulp fiber, uh, which is fully recyclable as well, a more sustainable material. So we've already made that shift with over almost 7 million products. um, And you're going to continue to see that shift throughout our product portfolio of where can we eliminate plastic where we don't need it, where we can move from um, plastic to an alternate, more sustainable material. Let, let's talk, you know, when you get into the, to the, uh, the, the packaging thing, because you raised an important topic, HP must spend tons of times on just the, what I, we used to call in the old days, the out-of-box experience when a consumer opens the box, and it was never really done in the years that I worked on, on the product and marketing side. It wasn't really done with uh, the recycling and sustainability uh, objective in mind. It was more about the customer experience. But it looks like that HP is morphing the customer experience piece, you know, into that whole sustainability goals because you can achieve both. You don't have to give one up. You know, you don't have to, to sacrifice ease of use and a great out-of-box experience and still not have a very um, uh, uh, terrific product from a um, – from a environmentally, um, not being environmentally wasteful from a packaging standpoint. So let's talk a little bit about that because that to me is intriguing how it's almost the genius of the and. You don't have to choose one or the other. Mm -hmm. And you're exactly right. We're looking at kind of every point of contact with the customer and how are we elevating our sustainability messages? Um, Mm -hmm. I've heard for a long time, 
HP does such amazing things. I had no idea. You know, a lot of people don't know that we've used 60 million, uh, you know, bottles of ocean bound plastic to create our products. A lot of people don't know, you know, about the tremendous innovations that we've made around energy efficiency in some of our products. So we have a challenge internally to figure out how to elevate um, what we're doing and communicate more directly with our customers where they can feel the difference. You know, we're all at home more than ever getting more packages. So to your point in the discussion we just had, you know, the packaging matters and signaling that this is part of our values. This is, we are changing our company. We are um, driving towards that circular and low carbon economy. And you can feel that. You should be able to feel that when you go to hp.com and you shop and you're looking to compare products and you see products like the HP Dragonfly Notebook and you know that it has ocean bound plastic in it. So you can feel even more confident and proud about your decision to purchase this product with HP, that it's also contributing to sustainability solutions for, for the globe and for future generations. So. Um, as we look at kind of the customer journey from, uh, you know, how they're viewing information about our products and, and we're highlighting sustainability features to when they purchase the product and it arrives at their door in sustainable packaging, how uh, when they go to use it, you know, it should have an association, a feel of, of pride with all of the hard work and re-engineering that's going into making um, our products the most sustainable in the world. Now, here's a topic that I know you'll want to talk about because it's an important topic to me because I think it's, it just represents such a wonderful complement to the activities you're doing. And that's the commitment that HP has to global forest because obviously packaging and, and boxes and paper comes from trees. So let's talk a little bit about that because I think that's a, wonderfully, a wonderful complement, uh, complementary component to the activities that you guys are engaged in. Yeah, well, it starts on the printer side of our business. Right. We make printers. We make a lot of printers. We're the leader, you know, in the printing business and, and we have a responsibility there, right? There's a lot of paper that goes through those printers. HP sells HP branded paper. And with that brand uh, that we sell, that's zero deforestation already. So we are sourcing it from renewable forests, uh, FSC certified and other certified um, forest uh, uh, products. So customers can know when they're purchasing a ream of paper and it has the HP logo on it. It is not contributing to deforestation in any way. We are regenerating that forest. Uh, but we need to go beyond our own footprint. We recognize that there are other brands of paper flowing through the HP printer. And again, we feel a responsibility there to help shift the entire industry. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we created the HP Sustainable Forest Collaborative uh, last September. We launched it with World Wildlife Fund. Um, and with that came an $11 million investment in forest restoration and protection and management. Uh, we have two big projects, one in Brazil in the Atlantic Forest and one in China um, around uh, forest protection and restoration. And, and we picked that number, $11 million, because that's equal to the amount of paper our consumers use in their printers that's non-HP branded. So we've already taken responsibility for our brand of paper, but how can we help ensure that when a customer purchases an HP printer at the consumer level, they know that whatever they print, it's going to be forest positive. It's not gonna have a negative impact. And that's really important for us, for our industry, um, and of course for human beings who need to rely on those trees um, to help deal with the carbon issues that we're facing. Mm -hmm. Now we've talked, and, and we have about uh, uh, four or five minutes left. And in, in that remaining time, you've talked about the one point six billion dollar number, big big number that you guys have um, to um, 
uh, to drive for, uh, as an increase over the prior year in terms of sustainability, you know, uh, revenue that you can track from a sustainability standpoint, a 75% um, reduction, correct, in uh, yes. single-use packaging. Uh, which is, Stronger me, word, let's eliminate it. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, that, that, that is such a huge goal. You talk about the, uh, you know, the, the commitment that HP has to um, the, the global forest environment. Well, I want to wrap this up because I think it's so important. It's hard to have such humongous goals like this unless the tentacles of those goals really wrap into the rest of the organization. And I'd like you to talk at a high level uh, in terms about how, what HP does, you know, from a cultural standpoint, from a go-to, not from a go-to-market standpoint, but from a kind of a make sure that the executives are signed up that, you know, they have big revenue goals they've got to go off and hit, you know. So how do they work with your team to make sure that all of this goodness is integrated at the foundation level into their day-to-day -day activities? Can you give us some yeah. insight into that? Sure. Well, again, it starts at the top, right? Um, it starts with our board. It's the most diverse board in the industry. It starts um, with our CEO and our uh, executive leadership team. And for the first time ever, uh, also noted in our report, every single executive leadership team member has a sustainability goal. Um, so like you said, they have revenue goals, they have all sorts of other goals. They now all have a sustainable impact goal that they're responsible for, that they're compensated on. Um, mm -hmm. And that continues to drive the commitment that started with Bill and Dave back at the, the founding of our company and is stronger than ever um, today. So uh, for, as well, for the first time ever, we did a full survey of HP employees to see you know, where are they in terms of feeling like they're in a position to be able to contribute to our sustainability efforts. And uh, that survey showed about 70% of our employees feel like the door is open for them to contribute and that they have been able, in fact, to contribute. And that's really, you know, my goal, right? Our, our corporate sustainability team's goal is to unlock that energy of every single employee, all 50,000 of us, working in, in alignment in some way in our role. If we're in marketing, are you talking about the features and benefits from a sustainability point of view? If you're in procurement, are you helping switch our vendors to more sustainable vendors, um, more you know, diverse suppliers um, that are focused on the same mission of helping us swap out virgin plastic for recycled plastic? Um, let's find suppliers that are aligned and are gonna continue to help us innovate. So every single employee, has an opportunity, they have a role to play and a responsibility, and we're really working to drive that culture shift. And again, it begins from the top, it started with our founders, and it's only growing stronger within HP. Well, that's great, Ellen. Listen, I think that's a terrific way to conclude the podcast. You guys are doing some terrific, terrific work. Do you have any parting words for the audience before we uh, kind of sign off? Uh, you outside, know, outside, outside plugging Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That was, that was something I, did, I, know. I, didn't, I didn't know I about you. I my ice cream. <laughs> I do. Um, and what great role models, right? So, uh, you know, in this moment, you know, this is where we are all being tested as individuals. You know, what are our values? Um, what is the purpose that we are living our life with? How are we creating a better world for ourselves and for future generations? And for us, again, that goes across planet, people, and communities. Uh, we are deeply committed to this. Uh, you know, I'm looking introspectively, you know, personally at what can I do differently? What do I need to do differently? Um, I'm listening more than ever. Uh, and I think um, that, you know, this is an important moment of time where we all think about, you know, the role we play, the actions we take, and the impact that it creates and focused on what can we do better? How can we be better? 
Well, that's great. Well, Alan, listen, thank you very much. Thank you for those kind of inspirational words at the end. I think that a lot of us can certainly learn from that. But thank you for participating in today's podcast. Uh, And to the entire More Insights and Strategy audience, please follow us on our usual media, uh, social media suspect partners at Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And until next time, have a great weekend. Mm